your family rushed through breakfast all week. So this weekend, slow down and do breakfast big. Really big. Grab a can of Pillsbury Grand Cinnamon Rolls to make one giant cinnamon roll that's soft, gooey, and big enough for the whole family. It's so easy to prep, even little hands can help. Seeing this breakfast treat come out of the oven is almost as fun as eating it. Almost. Pick up a few cans of Pillsbury Grand Cinnamon Rolls next time you fill your cart and visit Pillsbury.com for recipe inspiration. Seventy-two. Welcome, welcome. We're on. We're, We're on, and we've got a uh, we've got another guest. We're back to back guesting, yeah, um, which is good. We haven't had we, we didn't have guests for probably what eight or nine weeks, ten weeks, and then we had the unfortunate sons boys on last week, um, which is just rookie and one person who's important because it's not rookie, um, <laughs> and now we got our boy Clay on. I'm, I'm here to make your day. Fucking Clay, wow, that's already. Uh, you may know him as Claytronic. You may know him as the host of Welcome to the Potty Podcast. You may know him as the clumsy jeweler because he's always dropping gems. Or you may know him as the name that I just made up tonight, the Leaning Tower of Steezer. Please give it up for our boy, Clay McMath. Welcome. Welcome to Wormholes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Leaning Tower of Steezer. I like that. Yeah, do you like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leaning Tower yeah. I just uh, thought of that today. And it was funny because like, um, and we might as well fucking start here because we were just talking about, you know, people talking about being tall. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And I was like, but that's a good one. If someone came up to you and was like, hey, you're like the fucking leaning tower of Steezer. You're going to be like- drop them. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's that real. It's that real, baby. No, uh, at least it's clever. As I said, you haven't yeah. heard that before. No, I haven't heard that one I'll before. Tell you, if, I, if someone comes up with something new, I'll, I'll let that in. Yeah. But when someone's coming up with the same fucking how's the weather up there or as you talked about, do you get fucking nosebleeds from that attitude? Any of that shit, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, Heard put them down. Times. And I got the double bros. My name is Justin. So I get the fucking, oh, Justin. Oh, I get all oh, of that and shit. And you're a ginger. Bro, I even- so It's just nonstop, bro. Some girl I went to school with. You're right? actually a minority. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think I get to claim that. Because yeah. ginger as well. Um, Some girl in school, like I always get the Justin and fucking Justin time, all of that. But some girl- uh, in school, shout out to fucking Haley, who's never going to be listening. Um, Justin saw a piece of cake and ate it. That's what she came up That's with. That's brutal. And so, but then that's got some sting. To um, it. No, it wasn't her that came she up. With it. The reason actually, for that she could have got cancelled. Sorry, yeah. it wasn't her. The reason I thought of her actually is her name. I shouldn't drop her last name, but her uh, last name. Rhymes worked with. into nah, <laughs> worked into that she made the cake and that I saw the cake and ate it. Actually, it wasn't. I know her. her. Came up with it. I know her. <laughs> is she? She's hot. Is she hot? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I know her. <laughs> he knows her. Like any chick that's hot ever, I fucking know her. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I actually knew a girl named Haley. I dated her and her cousin at the same time. So think about that. Playing. Wow. Yeah, I was and that's everyone's intro to you, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. right? Just like when I was I think I was like eleven or twelve at the time. So Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't oh, even well. I didn't probably really even and know. Like, and they didn't doing. know that they didn't know me. Um I just saw them <laughs> yeah. somewhere and fucking I was dating both of them. Yeah. Um yeah, well look, uh, uh it's good to have you on. Uh, obviously we uh jumped on Welcome to the Potty uh last year and just threw conspiracies at you for a good mm, fucking hour, fucking which was so I'm gonna try and steer clear of um of Bush and his involvement with nine. 11 um, tonight. Yeah. Well, um, I actually, because of that episode, had the same guy hit you up, actually, David Weiss, I think his name yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up having him on maybe a week or two after yeah, you guys I had you Yeah, I actually on. saw that, eh? Yeah, yeah. It was a fucking 
nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't have enough, like I believe in the round world, right? Yeah, but I don't yeah, yeah. know anything about it. So I had nothing to debunk what he's throwing at me. Yeah. So yeah. I just gave him a platform for an hour to just throw out his fucking bullshit. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but the thing is, all of the trajectory of the thing and you're like, round. <laughs> you, just keep saying, <laughs> you just keep saying circular, yeah. spherical. Yeah. Um, yeah, we still haven't got back to him. No. That's what it means. We haven't had guests for so long. Yeah, so. yeah, we just haven't. We haven't. Um, so it's super good to be back on the train, man, honestly. Yeah. Be back I know. To it's, well, yeah, because I love just us two talking shit, but it's great to fucking bounce things off. Mm. That's all. Look, man, I don't envy you. I, I do for your talent in doing it on your own, but I listen to you do it on your own. And I can talk shit pretty well, but you fucking, you nail doing it a solo show, man. Yeah, I, I think like there's, something, there's something to be said about that. Uh, in terms of mental health, I think, I think yeah, there's yeah. definitely something wrong with me, but that's that's all right. But you just go hard on the paint, bro, and that's what I like. I that I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely something to uh, to behold, man. It's it's enjoyable to listen to, um, and I think you know you've got to have a fair bit of zero fucks given attitude because if you were trying to do a solo show and be constantly worried about the toes you're stepping on, mm. uh, it's oh yeah, it's not Fucking if hell. you're spending the whole like solo episode just being like, oh, and I just didn't mean anything like you're fu- Yeah. That's not yeah, fun. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, one's yeah. In, no one's listening yeah. to that. I right? mean, I get complaints, but who gives a fuck? That's- you know, yeah, well, If you want to spend thing. your time, you know, writing to me, well, I'm fucking killing it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's one thing that I'm still just holding out for, bro. Like we still haven't been abused. I hate this. And I'm I just can't fucking wait. disappointed. I like, know. And I feel like we've had a, a fair few controversial fucking discussions yeah. on here. I feel like and obviously, you know, like normally, this is the thing. Conspiracies are becoming mainstream enough now because when I first started posting shit on Facebook, like probably five or six years ago, mm-hmm. I was just getting fucking hate poured down my throat, bro. Like everyone was just calling me a fucking lunatic. But like with the things like the Epstein things and that where like pe- enough people were like, all right, that's kind of fucking fishy. Yeah. Now everyone's kind of like, they're a little bit apprehensive to just jump down my throat because there's a lot of more people that are kind of leaning into some of this stuff these days, even if it ends up all being bullshit, that they're afraid of looking like the idiots. Yep. Whereas like they were the majority before of everyone being like, you're a fucking lunatic. So now I don't get as much and I'm, I am kind of miss it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that, that, that yeah, tussle. Yeah, because it makes you know your shit. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it makes you know and, your facts. And because- I always love when someone would come at me and, and you know, I would try and argue as reasonably as possible and then it would descend into chaos and they'd start getting personal and whatever. And, and like, that's just that's just internet that comments uh, in general. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, starts off, it starts off as a bit of a dialogue and then just turns into, fuck you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. fat ginger <laughs> you dog. You don't know <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, internet's a fucking great place. Yeah, yeah, it's positive. Yeah, it's got, it's got it's got kosher vibes. It's yeah, fucking, yeah, it's good. If you do have mental health problems, spend as much time on the internet as yeah, possible. Yeah, that's it. That's it'll it. It'll help you. Yeah. Now it'll nurture you and grow you. Yeah. Right? yeah. For about the third or fourth time on the podcast, right now, everyone's going to finally be aware we have plugged the shit out of the fucking coffee that I'm drinking. In yeah, this. yeah, it's that bung bung bean. Tell us, uh, tell us a bit about it. The we've bung all bung we've bean. ever done is go. This cunt's got this fucking killer coffee. It's yeah, the best yeah, I've ever yeah, tasted. Yeah, yeah. Get around it. Tell us a little bit more about the the whole process of where it's gotten to, where it started from and, and where it's at Yeah, now, where man. are we at with the bung? It yeah. started from me on my podcast always drinking coffee and yeah. saying, oh, that's a good coffee. Like I'm not going to say who, like what brand it is because I really should have a coffee sponsor. Yeah. yeah. And I said that for about a year. 
no one reached out and then I reached out to every coffee brand you can think of plus more. One got back to me and said that they didn't want to do a partnership and I was like, I cannot believe how much time I spent sending emails. I could have started my own coffee yeah. brand. Yeah. And then I started my own coffee brand. <clears throat> fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. the definition of getting shit done. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. So it's it's a blend from from four countries, four of the, the best coffee countries in the world. Bit of Ethiopian um, in there? Ethiopian's not in there. Not we got in Kenyan, there. Kenyan yeah. from Africa. We got Kenya, Colombia, Honduras, and um, Brazil. Nice. Now, I'm a big fan of things that come out of Colombia, so that's, that makes sense why I really yeah. enjoy that coffee. Dude, I've been trying to tell people like it's not normal coffee, man. Yeah, like people, people are all worried about this vaccine. We don't know what's in it. I'm like, what if it came in a powder? Would you take it? Then? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, if look, if I if they showed me footage of them making it in a toilet, I'm on board, dude. Don't worry. Let me put that yeah. fucking on the back of the toilet in a fucking northern suburbs pub. I'm never getting Rona, yeah. dude. I'm Locked never in. getting Rona. Yeah. So when it comes to coffee taste, personally for you, what are you, dark roast? I'm medium? dark roast and yeah. the, the bean. I've only got the the blend at the moment. I haven't gone out to like a single origin or like medium, light roast. I've just got the one blend yeah. at the moment. Well, um, when it's that fucking good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's, like, yeah it's the way I like it. Um, you know, I did a lot of tasting and stuff uh, to get here and, yeah, love it, you know. So Fuck yeah, dude, that's what you want, man. Yeah, might get to a point where I do like a decaf and um, when you want to expand, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this at this stage, like I'm not in any venues or anything at the moment, just direct direct consumer, bungbungcoffee.com. So um, yeah, so at this stage, just just keeping it the way it is. Uh, Very but nice. you've been working hard. I heard you've been hustling, trying to get someone to just pick up and, and yeah, yeah, giving out a lot of free coffee. Yeah, um, and it's just hard. Lots of I'd say 99.9% of venues, um, they're contracted to a bean and through that contract they get their machine for free oh, and they get free okay. services and whatever. And so if they terminate that contract, they lose a the machine. So then I would, if I were to go in there, I would have to provide a machine as well. Yeah. Yeah. So See, that's where the extra expense gig. comes in. You just want to be like, all right, I've got XXX flavors mm -hmm. and it's going to be this and we'll give you X a month for this price. That's what really what you want to do. You want to yeah. just be able to distribute. You don't want to have to be fucking around with yeah, machines, like, machines and having and a fucking, fucking service yeah, technician. Like, I'd, I'd be happy to do that if it got bigger, but at this point it's just like, just beyond my means. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Fuck yeah, dude. That's yeah. it. So, are you are you doing that full time or? No, no. Nah, nah. Um, I work I work part time, and then um, the rest of my time I spend on the coffee, the potty, yeah. comedy. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. dude. That's fuck killer. yeah, man. I yeah. can't wait till I'm not working full time because oh, shit's right. just happen. Yeah, shit's just popping. Shit's just popping. Oh. I'll talk to you about this quickly because um, we talked about this on the podcast recently and I want to get your feedback on it. What we want to start eventually, right, is uh, we've got a name for it already. It's called Parts and Pieces Proprietary Limited, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Are you a mutual community? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that's what – and the thing is that for me goes back many years to me talking about when I'd go into town and get fucked up and I was like, bro, I was in absolute parts and pieces last yeah. night. So that has been <laughs> in my vocab for a long time because of that. Yeah. The original um, still came from the Crocodile Kid. Of course. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. where, but that's yeah. it. It'd be like, I'm in fucking parts and pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Head went that way, fucking legs went <laughs> legs that way, bro. Yeah. But what we want to do, all right, is, uh, is obviously parts and pieces, proprietary limited would be a place that could be a hosting platform and things like that for podcasts. Yep. Um, but we also want to, create like a uh, like a company or a, a community that is all about 
helping people find ways towards a creative outlet, whatever mm. the fuck that is. Like a like an agency. Yeah, so but more so focused on the the how do we nurture the talent there as well, mm -hmm. right? So uh, my boy here is massive into music and been making music for a long time. The man who's got the studio at the front of this house is a works at the uh, festival center, has been doing musical production for a long time. I got comedians fucking coming out the ass. We got people that can play lots of various instruments. We've got people who are artists and chefs and things like that. So something we I'd love to create like a hub where like the idea is you come to us and we help you find whatever the fuck it is that you want to do because I mm. find that there is such a benefit in having a creative outlet, whatever the fuck that is, right? Um, so for me and you and, uh, you know, music for him, comedy and podcasting, comedy and podcasting, like something where you're getting to fucking, you know, uh, nurture that creativity is such a stress reliever, such a good outlet, all of those kinds of things. So we want to create something that is basically there so that you can come to us and whether you want to learn an instrument, put your fucking raps down on a track and have someone show you how to do it, learn how to make your own music, learn how to write comedy. Mm get yourself some gigs, create your social media and just anything that's about that manifestation of that. Um, that's the that's the end goal. That's what I want to be doing full time one yeah. day in my fucking life. So, I like that. I like yeah. that goal. Yeah, I just think um, there's not enough of that. Like, you know, there's not enough. There's a few people that are doing like a comedy course or that are doing a music course, but I would like a, a one-stop shop where you could do whatever the fuck you want, try your hand at it and go, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah. And then have a go at fucking learning an instrument or doing something else. Mm. But you've got that one place to go to where you can fucking explore shit. Like and, a wider network, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a little, there's a lot of individual stuff, but A, it's hard to find. You know, like I know of the couple of comedy courses in, in, in Adelaide that run, but... You you know, Don't get me been, started. They're the, uh, they're, you know, they've been. It's the same thing <laughs> being done, and and you know, I, I'd like to to shake that up and be able to because that's the thing. Like you know, a lot of people want to co create content, right? So want to create content or got ideas how to create content, but have no idea how to edit it or make it look reasonable or get it into people's faces like any of those kinds of things so you know people have like a, a tunnel vision towards one thing or they'd like to learn how to play an instrument and also make music but they don't even know where the fuck to start but they'd yeah. love to do it so um yeah that's that's the uh that's the goal in the future for me man so we'll uh we'll get you on board as uh as a fucking content creating <laughs> expert <laughs> Uh, once it comes to fruition in, in 10 to 15 years' time. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm in there. Awesome. Um, now, what was the I other thing? I better be fucking doing – I better be somewhat doing something by then. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. But that's the thing. You'll have, you'll have many things. And you, well, look, we'll have – your coffee will be in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, get, get a coffee machine in there. Maybe I'll provide it by then. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we'll see, see what we can do. But, look, I wanted, to, um, I wanted to, to go back to the beginning of the Clay story because uh, mm. I've never really got a chance to, uh, to, to get to know – the ins and outs of the man that we see before us today, the the coffee extraordinaire, the podcast, the godfather, the podfather as he yeah. calls Podfather. Himself. Yeah. Um, the the clumsy jeweler. Fuck, man. The that's so good. The clumsy jeweler. The milkman because yes. he always delivers. Um, now, you used to live in America? Yep. I went to college in America. So yep. um, I lived there for five years of my life. Wow. Yeah. Now, was that a scholarship or something like that? Yep. Basketball? Yep. Yeah, fuck yeah. I've done my research, man. I've done Shit. my fucking research. Right. Um, Good old Ricky. Now, uh, <laughs> American college, is it anything like what yes. we hear? Wow. Is it really? Yeah. And that's I, went what, to a small, so I went to a small private university. So it, where I went wasn't even like on the same level as 
some schools over there. Yeah. So yeah, okay. My school had about 4,000 people. Uh, state schools like Arizona State University or other schools similar can have like 30,000 or 40,000 people. Yeah, yeah. wow. Um, where they live in apartment buildings, like the students live in apartment buildings in the town. They call them college towns. Yeah, wow. Yeah, whereas like I was just at a university in a town. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like my school was like 90%. Um, I don't remember, remember what you call it anymore. Like you live on campus and like 10% commuters. Yeah, right, okay. So like it was still boarding. really cool. Boarding? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yep. So it was still like you're always around all of your peers and all of that, which was cool. There's mm-hmm. always like parties every night. Um, but like the fraternity culture is more uh, down south. Yeah. And okay. I was up in the northeast. So yep. we had fraternities, but, it, but that was actually the- more of like a – like if you're struggling socially, you join a fraternity. Yeah, oh, really? Right. Okay. Yeah. And then you've yeah, got wow. your brothers and all of that. And yeah. it's like a network further from university. So, you know, you know, yeah. you get you get advantages in job interviews if if the boss is from the same fraternity as you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, there's, cool. there, like that's not something that I was ever interested in, but there's definitely like pros to it. Cool. So you went over there to play basketball essentially. Yep. And then you went there for the whole four, was it four years or five years? Uh, it was supposed to be four years and I got injured in my second second year. Yeah, I think Far it was my out. second year. So you get four years of eligibility for your scholarship. Right. So I was injured my second year. I played the maximum amount of games that I could that year and maintained that year of eligibility. So I played 10 games and then cut it and just worked on my rehab and all of that. Uh, so I ended up, um, double majoring because I had the extra year. And, um, yeah, so I was there five years. The fifth year I was pretty much like – I was old, like I was 20 – turning 24 that year. Yeah. And you've got 18 and 19-year-olds coming in. So it's like there's a fair age gap at that point and I was, yeah, yeah. like I was staying in a bit more. I was ready to come home. Yeah, yeah. fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, <clears throat> now I heard you talk about on the potty recently that you were obviously, you know – you're not sm- you're not playing basketball and shit heaps heaps anymore. Is that because of injuries or? Yeah, yeah, my knees are fucked. I got yep. uh, like stage three arthritis in both my knees. Oh, fuck so it, fuck. My um, my surgeon uh, when he saw the scan said if I didn't know who you were, I would have thought I'm looking at like a 65 year old man's knees. Shit, unbelievable. Yeah. And is that from years of playing or is that congenital or how does it work? Um, yeah, just just pounding the legs and um. And just dating two women at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> Make you <laughs> weak a, at the yeah, knees. It's a, it's a heavy load. Yeah. Um, no, nah, but I, I tore my meniscus in both my knees, which is like the, the pad of cartilage in between the bones. Yeah, okay. Um, I did that the first time when I was like, like 14 or 15 and they just sewed it back together. Um, then my first game back, I re-tore it. I went to get surgery again. I was Fuck. like, just fucking take it out. I don't want it. Yeah. So I took it out. So then I'm bone on bone since I'm 15 years old right. in one knee. Then I went to college and I did the other one and I knew the feeling as soon as it happened. And so when I went to see the surgeon, I was like, I've torn my meniscus. We don't need to do scans. Just do the keyhole surgery and just fucking take it out so I can get back on the court. So then I was like 19 then. So in my left leg, I've been bone on bone since I was 
15 and my right leg I've been bone on bone since I was 19 so yeah true yeah so so that whole that whole saga with your knees at such a young age as well yeah and then I'm playing full-time from 19 to 20 um seven or something right yeah yeah Yeah. and uh and it's like what in in when you're playing in college, it's not just one game a week, really, is it? You you do play multiple, or yeah, you can play like up to three, like when you're really in the swing of the season. But it's you, yeah, between one and three a week, which just is insane, depending on the schedule. Yeah, it's 30, 30 games in the regular season. Yeah, um, and then then there's like tournaments at the end of the year, depending on your placing and all of that. Yeah. So so how did that make you feel? I guess when you'd reached the the fifth year of college. And you knew that, all right, all right, now I can't do this anymore. This is it. I wasn't at that point yet. Oh, so okay. I, I was like looking for an agent at that point because I wanted to play pro. I got stitched up by my – well, I didn't quite get stitched up, but I recognised this agent was trying to stitch me up. <clears throat> so I had to fire him like weeks in. Fuck. Um, and then I got my other agent who I'm still very friendly with now um, who – who got me all of my my pro gigs. So the first agent was like, yeah, I need to fly out and I need to meet your coach. We need to sit down and have a meeting and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. And he's like, all right, so um, once you've booked my flights, like, let me know. And I was like, hold on. I'm jobless in college, yeah. no income. You want me to book your fucking flight? Yeah. I was like, you're fucking fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my dad met this other agent in Adelaide Um because he was still back, he was still living in Adelaide with my two younger brothers who were playing basketball at the time. Um, and he met this other agent, put me into contact with him, and he, yeah, he sorted me out with my first, um, my first pro gig. Yeah, true. Pro gig. Tell us about it. What did you do? Um, Townsville Crocs. So I came back here and I was playing for Woodville. Yep. Um, I, I grew up playing for Sturt, and um, I just a bit of a misunderstanding when I came home. I wanted to play for them and. That they said that there wasn't really a spot for me on the team because I didn't do the preseason. Okay. And like I wasn't, you know, I, it sounds cocky, but like I just like come out of playing college and I was like just going to be playing leading into like the start of my professional career. And I was like, does it really fucking matter that I didn't do preseason? Yeah, exactly yeah. right. The quality you would have been playing at would have been so yeah. much above fucking Woodville, bro. Yeah, like, and they, yeah, they were like, oh, well, maybe we can have you, but you won't be starting. And I, I was like, like this is ridiculous. Yeah. So I went to Woodville. I don't need to take that many backward steps. Like I'm coming back yeah. and trying to keep the the ball running at some point in time. Yeah. And again, there would have been some sort of clock in the back of your mind about like, or even maybe not necessarily clock, but also like the worry about if I do to another major injury or do something, you know, mm. all of these things mean that time is not something that I have yeah. to be going back to fucking bench warming for a season yeah. before I do your next preseason and you decide I'm now fucking worth your time. Yeah. And I, I did come, I came back home in the middle of the season as well. So like they were, you know, anyway, I went and played for Woodville. One guy, um, who I'm very, you know, who was very selfless, sort of removed himself from the team to let me step in like halfway through the season, which was uh, something, you know, something that I would probably never do for anybody. So yeah. um, that was that was great of him. What did he just go, like, dude, you're a fucking gun and I'm a 
dud or what, was there any reason? No, he was good. He was going he was getting ready to go to college. He right, you know, he already okay. had a scholarship okay. sorted. So like the season didn't mean too much for him. I needed it for fitness to go to the next level. Yeah. I, my next gig wasn't confirmed yet. I had like an idea of where I was going. Um and yeah, so he sort of yeah, let me step into the team and um we I got offered a gig in Townsville. Well, I don't know, I'm just trying to think whether I should tell. I was supposed to play for Adelaide, which like I would have loved yeah. and shit went sideways while I was in my car driving to sign my contract. Really? Um, and so, yeah, I won't, I won't go into the details of that, but that, yeah. that really pissed me off. I didn't have anywhere to go and... um. We played the semi-final for Woodville. Maybe I, maybe I didn't even play it. I remember. It was around semi-final time uh, and the coach from Townsville calls me and he's like, I want you up here. Um, I was like, thank you so much. And he's like, tomorrow. Fuck. So I packed my bags and um, booked a flight and went to Townsville um, the next day. And he he got like a sponsor of the team to open up his house to me. No shit. So I was living with a sponsor for a few weeks before I found my own place, and um, yeah, I was up there. So that was and the paid, and sorry, what man, was it? The N, what was the NBL? NBL, yeah, 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 yeah NBL, yeah. yeah. Um, and and so getting paid like a a pretty decent. Not decent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, living off of what you want to do for a living, which yeah. is which yeah. is the ultimate goal, really. You're like, like I was on that meager rang, fucking. Yeah. Shit, but I was still yeah, getting paid I was, to. I was talking to my friends about this um, around Christmas time, because uh, I'd never like really gone into detail about it before. I guess like because I was busy up there. I wasn't like calling my friends every day or anything. Like, yeah. But um, I was sleeping for so I was up there for six months, nine months. I was sleeping on a foam mattress on the floor, no like um, bed frame or anything. Um, and I like I couldn't really afford food, so Fuck. so I was like I'd buy like those big sacks of rice that you see at the bottom shelf. Yeah. I'd buy yeah. that, and I'd buy like twenty four packs of sausages. And, that's- <laughs> and you were playing pro basketball, yeah. <laughs> eating rice off the bottom shelf and sausages of a 24-pack. Yeah, Fucking yeah. hell, So, man. yeah, that's all. I was pretty much eating that and, um, like, wheat bix for breakfast and then, like, lunch and dinner, like, sausages and rice um, for, for right. nine months. What and year this- is this? Uh, this is 20... Uh, end of 2014 into 2015. Wow, that's not that long ago. No. Nah. No shit. Yeah. And is that still, like... It, it, it's a diet that I'm considering at the moment. No. <laughs> is that still, I mean, you may not even know, but is that still like what it would be like for, you know, a player playing? The position that I was in is like more of a hometown position. So like if I was doing it in Adelaide, I would have been living with my parents. Okay. Right. But I wanted to invest in myself. I put all my chips into the table. And so I, you know, I had to pay rent and I had to pay phone bill and electricity in Townsville. So, I, you know, I've got an air conditioning going 24-7. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, petrol. I had, a, I had a part-time job behind a bar as well. True. So I'm working, I'm working at a bar till, you know, one in the morning and I've got weights at seven in the morning. And then after weights, I've got practice. 
And then after practice, I've got shooting. And after shooting, I've got film. And after film, I've got work. So what's film? Oh, you just watch. You're watch watching tapes. yourself, oh, or you're okay. watching yeah. your um, whoever you're playing that week. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So wow. it was. Yeah. Um, That's insane. So what? 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 What's the? Um, what's the end of that story? Like, where, at what? What point? Because I mean, that, by the sounds of that, you said about twenty-seven. So you you've how long have you played? Yeah, well, at that for? time, I would have been I would have been twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah, probably twenty-four for the whole time. I probably didn't turn twenty-five till I came back from there. Okay. Oh, so it was only about a year. That one, you were on. one season. Yeah. I was one up. season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then what'd you do? So you've got to about two years left of you playing full time. Is yeah. That, so I, after that, I had the I could I had the choice to either have the off season and just train in the off season, or play in an off season league, and because I didn't play a lot in Townsville, I wanted to, I just wanted to play. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I went and played off season in Albury. Yeah. Aubrey with Donga. Yeah, yeah. And um, good little, right good on the spot, border man. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, they'd been bad for a number of years and we just like turn it around. Fuck yeah, that dude. Year. That would have been the sickest feeling. Yeah. Like going there and you, you know that you're going to a team that's been struggling for so long and then you've rolled up with there with a, with a fresh team and, yeah. you know, you've, you've, you've dragged it up. Did you win the premiership? That we won our year? conference final. Yeah. So yeah. There, there's two conferences. I, I like North and South or East and West or something like that. Yeah. Uh, we won our conference and then we went to the grand final and uh, just collapsed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real. That's still a pretty crazy achievement. Though, yeah. 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 Came from yeah. And I went back and played a, a second season there because um, the guy that I started the podcast with was in my team and um, we became really close and sort of, Talked in the off season. I was, I was like, I'll go back if you go back. And he's like, I'll go back if you go back. And I was like, you go back first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I'm not going back until you prove to me. You're you send me a, back. you send me a photo of you at the at the court, and I'll fucking I'll book my flights. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we yeah we both went back, and then that season, uh, we were nowhere near as good as we were the first season. Yeah, okay. And somehow we yeah we still made finals, but we didn't yeah didn't quite get as far as we did the. the first season but that was my last time out of um Adelaide I came home by this stage I've been away from Adelaide for 10 years uh so I came home and I wanted to finish my career at Sturt and um had a big blow up with the coach in the pre-season yeah okay um and just quit I just stopped, stopped see that's showing up. see that's such a soul-crushing way to finish a career man yeah yeah because I didn't have to come home yet like my knees weren't completely fucked uh, I definitely had one, maybe two seasons. If I stayed fit, I don't know how many seasons I would have had left. Maybe two, yeah. maybe yeah. three. Yeah. Um, but at the end of that preseason, like, I was in a fair bit of pain um, and the coach fucked me and I, yeah, I just stopped showing up and that was the end. Yeah. I, like yeah, back sucks, home, I was back home. I was playing with guys that I played with when I was 16. It would have been a good way to go out. But Yeah. 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 But like not going – not doing that work would have worked out for the better because I would have just been so mad for six months. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, right. and, yeah. and how many more bitter memories might have there ended up with at the end yeah. of it rather yeah. than just that one like shitty yeah. fuck this and then and they you're fucking in failed that season. So yeah. um, I'm pretty yeah. happy about that. Did so, you yeah. did you like go to whoever their like rival is like not to play for them but just like sit in the crowd with some of their fucking merch no on. no no <laughs> but like because I was friends with everyone like they would always be like dude like this fucking season's fucked man and. 
like, I went to a Bucks show where there was a couple of members of the like the board of the club. Yeah, wow. And they like they were like apologizing to me and shit. And I was like, Dude, let's just like we're at a Bucks show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah, get yeah, fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you're missing Claytronic, but uh, <laughs> yeah. let's get fucked up. Yeah. So, so, crazy, so it was That's after that that you started your podcast or during that you started? I started it the, my second year in Albury. So I'd never listened to podcasts. Like I didn't even really know what they were. And um, my nana passed away. So I missed like one or two games to go over to New Zealand for the funeral and stuff. And um, for that whole trip I was just listening to podcasts. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, me and Dante are a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know every fucking dipshit thinks that there's, you know. Every, <laughs> yeah, uh, look at us, bro. Yeah. <laughs> every fucking dude in his asshole has got a podcast. But, like, um, yeah, so I came back and I was like, Dante, we're starting a podcast. Yeah. And um, I just bought a little USB. Mic. No, we first started just talking into the computer. Oh, really? First, so you can hear, like, the first episode, if you go back to that, you'll hear just, like, <laughs> but like yeah. that's how we started then we bought like one bullshit usb mic that we shared that we're both yeah. like hovering over and like it just eventually turned into like well yeah I, we both left albury after that season so we did a couple episodes over skype and then um it just turned into just me yeah okay yeah so he just lost passion for it or just it just all became too hard yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. fair enough yeah. So where's he? Does he not live? He's not from. Adelaide. He's not Australian. So he was in. Oh Australia. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where's he from? Sorry. He's from DC. Okay. True. Yeah. True. Um, have you had him on in the last little while? Like on a. I'm having him on. Show? Nah, probably not for a couple of years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, maybe there it's you go. I've just penciled one on. in your. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to hear this shit now. Yeah. Man. I yeah. want to hear this. Um, that's cool, Ben. It's cool that you've. Um, I mean, that's a crazy fucking story when you think about how how much shit. Now, before you went to college, always from Adelaide. You born in born, Adelaide, born in Adelaide. Hospital, 1990. There Classic. you go. Yeah. Classic. Oh, so you're already 30? Yep. Yeah, I'm turning 30 in two weeks, my man. So I'm oh, right up there. Right I'm, up I'm there. I'm turning 31 in three weeks. Fuck yeah. Wait, so you're May as well? Yeah. Crow supporter, May, tall yep. as fuck, comedian? Yeah. When are we getting married? Yeah, yeah man. When are we fucking getting married? I'll <laughs> take, this, be Winston take this shit. I'll take this shit off right now. Um, yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Now- you, you mentioned that you have, um, or I heard on the potty that you've obviously been been fucking th- shooting some hoops again recently. Mm. Um, is that just something now where you have to like have a fucking a quick shot and then not do it again for fucking ages because you'll literally just not be able to walk or? Yeah, like I was probably, I did it last Sunday, like the Sunday before Anzac Day and I was probably, I was feeling it until probably Thursday. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but like, wow. I'm in, I'm in constant pain, like twenty four seven. Yeah, wow. But like, my surgeon, yeah, he said like I'm ready for like a bilateral knee replacement, but I'm thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fuck he's like, hell. if you can put up with the pain, you need to until you like literally cannot go on. So yeah. have so have you tried CBD oil before? Um, not, not a lot. Like I, I had like a little, like as big as like a eyedropper. Yep, yep, So yep. I had that. Um, it didn't – I didn't really notice a difference. I know, like, when I, when I, like, when I smoke and, like, get high, I definitely feel better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I sleep. I sleep. I like, my sleep is so fucked. Yeah. So, so your knees are even hurting when you're laying down? More – probably more so. Fuck. Yeah. 
Because, like, I, I, I put a pillow in between my legs, but if I don't have a pillow there, it's just, like, you can just feel the pressure yeah. against each other. That's insane, dude. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And just, like, it, it, I think that, you know, the the part that's most heartbreaking about that is that, you know, something that obviously you had such a passion for, talent for, and that now it's something that you don't get to indulge in, you know, anywhere near as much as what you'd probably like. Yeah. Or being able to play, like, you know, into your – Get out there and play 35-plus basketball. Like, you know, I got I know my uncle, I filled in for a few times for him and he was playing well into his, you know, I think he was 47, 48 before he hung up the boots. Yeah. And, um, or and ones, whatever you fucking call them. <laughs> um, <laughs> hung, uh, up the hung up the and ones. Um, and, you know, I'm sure that's something that you would love to be able to do if you could just to know that you'd be able to get out there and play a fucking social game down at fucking Mars or whatever, you know, um, and that – even just going out on a Sunday and just fucking dunking a few is 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 taking it out of you, bro. That must yeah. be fucking shit. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've had a passion for comedy since I was probably ten years old. Yeah, and I never would have ever had the time to do it if I kept playing. Yeah. So like true. now, like led you down a different path. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not doing it for a hobby. I want to be a comedian. Yeah. Like, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going out. On a Tuesday night to socialize, I'm going out to get better, and I want to. I, I want to be able to be a comedian. So like, yeah. I'm you know probably not in the right city for it, but I'm you know I'm willing to go on the road and you know pay the money to get seen elsewhere. But that's the thing with the internet these days, man. Is like you could literally just get cameras like these and go up on stage one night and film it and just get some good audio. Mm. And if you can market it right, yeah. it doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah. You yeah. can make it happen. With, with some, yeah, and like we live in the I've, got, I've got the means to do that. Um, but I'm also only two years in. I don't want to. I don't want to put myself out there too early yeah. when I'm like still green. You want to do like a special like, like who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. Like he's yeah, he's got this high quality shit out there, but he sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like yeah. yeah, I don't. I I I'm willing to put the time in. I don't want to rush it and put it out there too early. Like, well, yeah. the reason to travel is because you can rack up so much more fucking stage time stage in time, other states. There's contacts. Just, yeah, yeah, that's it. The network yeah. as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Because, I love networking. I fucking love people so much. Yeah, yeah. You were just talking <laughs> on the latest episode, and uh, um, the the funny thing um, that you were talking about as well. It's and it's so fucking true. Is that you know the 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 false niceties that you have to fucking give to people just because a you don't want other people who you see this is the thing you talked about this but one thing that you didn't mention is that you have to be nice to people who don't deserve you being nice because the person who you want to fucking help you out might hear you being a cunt to that person who fucking deserves it <laughs> so then you have to be nice to fucking everyone uh, yeah. and like and that's the thing. Ninety percent of people don't fucking deserve. Yeah, everything it. has politics. Basketball would have the same politics. Oh, dude, dude, like when I when I because I played soccer for like fifteen plus years, man, you, it it was woeful, bro. It's, it's yeah. from a young age, woeful. you know. Yeah. Because who's coaching young kids? Parents. Yeah. Yeah. So what? They're fucking bullshit kids. Not gonna get court time. Of course he is. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. You know, like it's it starts from a young age, so you you get used to it, um, and then. I noticed it when I came home from college, even though like college, I didn't have the time of my life over there. I had to, I had my own problems with the coach and stuff. You yeah. know, maybe the, the theme is probably me, but. Yeah, I was going to say, um, <laughs> you've had a problem with every yeah, coach. No, but this, uh, yeah, so I when I started getting paid and it became a business, I definitely, I definitely realised a shift in like the, I don't know, 
what I was playing for and yeah, yeah, like change your perspective. Yeah, on, bad games hurt more because you you're playing for another There's contract. Financial implications. Yeah, you're and, yeah. you're playing for your bonus at the end of the season and yeah, yeah, it it all it, it got a bit yuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, that's such his life. Well, that's the one thing and why I – and I, I fucking talk about this every week, but why I love podcasting so much because the the elements of control are within us. Like the only way that we can have politics if me and you create it, yeah. which, again, we're just too fucking stupid. Um, so there's no, there's no outside influences. There's no one telling us or, you know, everyone has the ability to fucking put it on a platform or whatever. You're not hoping that YouTube picks it up. You're not hoping that, you know, because it's so easily available to you. So there's so much less of that shit because, again, you know, in this, for me, in my time in my life, having a family and I still work full time, I don't have fucking time. I was saying to you last night, um, you know, for me to finish work at five o'clock, sit in the city for three hours mm. to get up and do unpaid five minutes is fun. And, and, and yet last night went really well and I got off stage and I felt killer. But that, that, that goes down pretty quickly. Mm. And all of a sudden I'm on an hour and a half substitute bus ride home because the trains are closed to Gawler at the moment Yeah, to get home at fucking 11.30 to wake up and go to work again the next day. And the bus like, takes an hour and a half? Yeah, dude, about that. It's a thick yeah. bus. Uh, because it's got a, like they stop running expresses and so it's like a stop oh. all stations and it's just hard, man. Yeah. So, so yeah. you know, compared to like this where I drive 15 minutes to my mate's house, me and him get to fucking talk shit before we start. Yeah. We get to – I pack up when I'm done. I drive home. It's, a, it's an easy transaction. Um, and that's the thing. Like, you know, it's been good for me because I, I've kind of – shifted my focus after coming into last fringe i was really starting to be like i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna go hard on this comedy thing whereas now starting the podcast for me i'm like fucking hobby zone now like yeah. you know so um but i've been doing it for nine years yeah you know, i started in 2012 so i'm in a completely different fucking space than what you're in at the moment mm. but i think for you you know you've already done so much i've never lived anywhere else i've never done any of that shit so for you that's got such a background in it and experience, you could easily fucking go and set up shop, take all your fucking podcast shit with you so you're podcasting wherever the fuck you are yeah. and be smashing every open mic and start networking in a place like Melbourne or, or Sydney where it's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and fucking Bob's your uncle, dude. That sounds like uh, the way to go. Yeah. And it just depends on whether you want to up and leave here at the end of the day, doesn't it? Like, well, I just think like, like you said before with the internet, there's so much opportunity to like, I don't feel like you need... To do that anymore, Not at I just all, bro. I had a friend, and I, I won't mention his name because um, I don't want to, you know, it's his business. But he he went to London to do music, um, and um, he's he's on a plane right now on his way back. Yeah, and he's gone for maybe two years. And I was talking to him a little while ago, and I was like, "What what was the experience like? Did you get what you wanted from going over there?" And he's like, "I don't regret it at all." Like the the life experience was fantastic, but I didn't get what I wanted out of music. Yeah, coming here. Yeah, and I and I had Ian Edwards on my podcast, who's a, a American comedian. Um, a couple huge of weeks get ago. by the way. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I massive. That one. And he we talked about it as well, and he was like, he lived in Long Island and moved to Manhattan because you had to move to Manhattan to get seen by the right people, to get on TV, to get the right gigs, to get money. Yeah. And he's like, now if you if you do it right and if you want it enough, 
you can be seen from anywhere. You don't yeah. need to do that. That's it. Yeah, and I, I do believe that and I, I've talked to my partner about it and I'm, I'm willing to, you know, I've already made the sacrifice of losing a day's work to, to focus more on it and I'm willing to sacrifice by paying regular like trips to go to Sydney or Melbourne or Perth or Brisbane or whatever to get, yeah. to get other gigs other than just Adelaide and she's happy for me to do it. She's willing to support me. Yeah. So... Like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that and stay based in Adelaide because I love it here. Yeah, fuck it. It's such a nice spot here, man. Yeah. It really is. It's so chill here. The other good thing about having a podcast as well is that you are you have attention on you as a person mm-hmm. already and your brand, so to speak. Um, and when people are emotionally invested in that in that character almost that they're seeing on the podcast, they want to then buy a ticket to come and see a show. And yeah. I think that's such a cool thing is that you're, you know, you're building an audience in something other than, and they're getting glimpses, you know, when they're listening to you riff and whatever, they get an idea of what they're going to probably get when they're mm. coming to see your show. So, you know, when you are starting to do bigger and, and whatever things, you're able to fucking plug the shit out of that stuff and you've already got this this sample audience that are ready to to buy a ticket and they want to support you because that's the whole thing as well. Like, you know, when you're doing comedy and when you're just one of the other comedians, you don't – unless you really stand out, people that are in the crowd aren't getting invested in you as a person. They yeah. might go – when they go home, they're like, oh, there was this hilarious guy last night. They have no idea what the fuck you said because they've forgotten about it and they have no idea what your fucking name was. And so the chance of them then seeing that name in a fringe guide or whatever and going, oh, yeah, that's that guy is so fucking slim. Yeah, Whereas, I guess I, I'm pretty lucky that I look like this um, <laughs> <laughs> like for the fringe guide. But, like, I, I sort of – I don't – I don't give a fuck whether they remember what I say as long as they remember that I was funny, that they yeah. felt good from yeah. watching me. Yeah. I'd probably prefer that they don't remember what I said so then they will, if they come again, they'll laugh again. It's yeah. fresh. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It took at least five or six of his shows for me to remember his full set. Yeah. You know yeah. What oh, I mean? like, it takes least. more than that for me to fucking remember <laughs> my own shit. Yeah. 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 No, that's, uh, that's cool, man. And, and so is... Is that something where, you know, you – so you want to stay based in Adelaide though but you're just willing to travel and, and yeah. to do get the stage time and whatever? Yeah, yeah. I, I, came, back, I came back to Adelaide because I missed it. Like, yeah. 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 I, I, I was gone for 10 years um, and, yeah, this is just like – this is what I know and my friends and family are here. Like, you know, a lot of people – a lot of people don't leave Adelaide. Yeah. People, people that have never left, like – say that they've been trapped by it or whatever, but, like, it's not It's not a trap. It's fucking... I fucking... I love it. It's, like, yeah. top two cities in the world for me. Oh, fuck yeah. nice, dude. Yeah. Mm. Well, like, I've only been to America and Melbourne. I think that's it. That's literally it. And pff, both of them suck dick. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen enough, right? I've seen Melbourne, which is, like, the hybrid, like, a bigger city of the world kind of thing that I've yeah. been to the fucking... The real chaos. And, and once man, you've seen I'll a city, sleepy. they're all the fucking same. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah, another skyscraper. Suck my dick. Like, yeah. It's just- and we're, we're at that size where, like, homelessness isn't a massive issue and, like, yeah, like I don't know, they call it the murder capital, but I think it's, I think it's more like the obscure murder capital. There's not yeah. like murders going on every night here. And stuff. No, like, no way. Yeah, it's just it's we've had safe, weird shit. It's, you know, it's, it's big but it's small. 
Yeah. You can see the ocean. You can see the hill. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, exactly. Well, we right. we talked to yeah. that American last night, that dude out the front of the thing, and he's like, bro, I feel like my PTSD of living in America is like starting to wash away now that I've lived here for a year. Yeah. That's what he literally said True. to us last night. He's like, yeah, you know, yeah, right. Um, he's like, we just, I just got in an altercation over at the pub I was, and he's like, but I'm not worried about people pulling out guns and shit because it's, just, it's just, a, just a little thing that happened and I'm not yeah. stressed, whereas like at home, Anything that starts off as like a little bit of a war of words could end up in fucking bullets yeah. flying or something. Yeah, fuck, it's just man. insane to think of, man. Yeah. And it's it's only becoming it's only, we've never really had to worry about that, man. Nah, not Cheeky really. machete here or there. Like, you know, yeah. I've seen a couple of those. Cheeky flame throw here and there. I did get I did get shot at once. Have I told this on the podcast? No, I don't before? think you have, no. Um oh, we we were at this party that was so shit and I wish that we just stayed there because what ended up happening was pretty fucking crazy. But there was a party happening in Brahma Lodge and everyone who was there was messaging us like, come down, this shit's crazy, which was already an indication we fucking shouldn't have gone. Um, and so we pulled up and we parked around the corner. Mrs. One of our mates, Mrs. drove us. And um, we we get onto the street where the party is and like there's 200 people out on the street yeah, and we're right. like, wow, this shit's fucking crazy. X. And then yeah. we're like, hold on a second. What that, that, all right, that dude's, that dude's got a baseball bat. That dude's got a meat cleaver. All right. Yeah. Maybe head back to the car. This looks like shit's not about to fucking kick off in the way we want it to. Fuck. So we turn around, start walking back towards the car and, and like we get maybe just around the first corner because we parked a couple of streets away from where it was. Um, and then we hear shit fucking kick off. You know, you hear that girl, echo of girl screaming and whatever else when shit. So obviously a fight's broken out. And then before we even get like another fucking few steps, you just hear cars starting up, burnouts fucking happening. And we're like, fuck man, shit really kicked off. <laughs> and so then as we get around to the street that we're on, a car, we hear a fucking car like coming tearing towards where we are. Um, and this statesman has like fucking kicked out sideways on this corner where we're standing with a dude like sitting on the window sill of his car, turned around facing us with a gun, just being like, I'll kill all you fucking whatever he called us and just started firing shots in our direction. What? And just like sprayed the fence near us. And uh, so it was like me, two blokes and, and the mate's missus. And one of the funniest things where we tell this story, because this is fucking 100% true, is that, me and the two boys were like fucking huddled like next to each other like, I fucking love you, man. <laughs> like freaking out. I'm, I'm, maybe, I'm maybe 16 or 17, I reckon, as well. I'm young, dude. Oh, shit. Um, and it was the girl. It was the missus who was like, get in the fucking car, you dickheads. Like, what are you doing fucking down here crying? That's not going to fucking help you. Let's get out of here. She was the rational one in yeah. that moment. And us oh. three boys are like, if we if we die tonight, I fucking love you, man. <laughs> um, and yeah, I never. So if mum and dad are listening, that was a real thing that happened um, that I never told them about because I was like, my you wouldn't be allowed out anymore. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. right that was yeah. exact. So uh, and uh, and there'd already been a few other times that shit had got crazy, and I was like, man, if mum and dad knew what happens at some mm. of these fucking parties, oh, yeah, fuck, they would hell. never let me out, and uh, and that just cemented that for me. Yeah. But then it, it kind of freaks you out for a bit because then or, like. So many parties just like – you don't have house parties anymore because of what happened at house parties when we were younger and probably even younger yeah. than that. And now that like now that it's your house and you understand like <laughs> – Yeah, you're like, I'm not <laughs> having 50 cunts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I went to one one time where the these group of fucking rowdy blokes went out into the shed, found a whole heap of paint cans and just started walking through the house, pouring the paint cans out on the floor, carpet, like just everything. And we're just like, ha, 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 and left the party. Nah, dude. I'm a, that I, is I, I was insane. A, I was a fighter when I was younger, so that yeah. would have been a problem. Yeah. yeah. I had a guy 
I don't remember if, like what age birth. I might have been going away party even, but um, a friend of mine spat on the floor inside my mum's house. Oh, bro! And I just, I just fucking lost. I kicked everyone out, and I was ready to fucking just smash this kind of my friend. Yeah, but you don't be like, spitting on your mum's floor, yeah, bro. Yeah, no, that's, just su- wild. that's such a dog yeah. act, man. But like now, everyone knows MMA, so I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you just called me the N word, okay? <laughs> Yeah. Fist bump. Fuck it. I've got fucking anger problems, man. So when it happens, I've just got to go home. Yeah. Because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not worth the trouble, bro. It yeah, really isn't. Yeah. And yeah, who knows that you're going to end up in some fucking court case and, you know, yeah, all that yeah. Kind of yeah, that's uh, it, oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone's an MMA fighter. So I'm just like, I'll. Well, let this even, shit get to me and I'll I'll start shit and then I'll get my fucking ass kicked. It's, really, it's the fucking, everyone's doing jujitsu as well. Yeah. So they look like the scorniest dude, but they'll literally snap your neck yeah. in half. That's the shit that scares me. Yeah. Man. Triangle choking me out when I'm on top of them about to punch them and I yeah, end up asleep, dude. dude. Yeah, I'm not Can I look it. any more bitch than that? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to help my comedy worse. career. <laughs> no, it probably will help your comedy career. Yeah, yeah, actually, that'd be a good story to so tell. Should we fling a few questions? Yeah, let's get the questions. We're in, uh, we're, we're 51 minutes deep, bro. We're 51 fucking... minutes deep. All right, uh, what's the first? Well, the first one we always ask mm. uh, is what is, and it's a difficult one, but we fucking love mm. it. What is your favorite song of all time? Mm, that is a difficult one. And we always say that you can give us two or three yeah. if you can't if you make can't a decision. Get the one because we want if you can't get the one and but give us a few of your absolute fucking all times. But if you can pick one ultimate one, that's what we love. Um shit. I think I think maybe it would have to be it would have to be big L. Okay, big yeah. L. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lifestyles of the poor and dangerous, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Not quite the Very. good Charlotte song, but uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, we got you know we got crows, we got <laughs> good Charlotte. I don't think we're gonna. We're oh, quite I'm not gonna, saying I like. Oh, it. I just <laughs> remember that song, "Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous" by Good Charlotte. You yeah, know, yeah, that yeah, one? That's yeah. what it just made okay. me think of that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Not not a massive uh, Good Charlotte. <laughs> okay. they probably look like the fucking epitome of. <laughs> well, one, you know, though, you but. said you had an emo fringe, so yeah, but that, they're not even. I don't even know what they were. Bro. I don't they're know. Not, I don't know anything. Were they emo? Were they just fucking toys? I think they were just toys. Yeah, they were just toys. Fucking toys, bro. Yeah. Um, all right. Is that, so that's the that's the. In, have you got any? I reckon that's it. Um, right. Any runners up? Uh when I be on the mic by Rakim. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. You like your old school hip hop? I do like my yeah. my old school hip hop. Yeah. Sugar Hill Gang. Um. Yeah. I mean, I respect Sugar Hill Gang. That's yeah. not that, that's, that's like, like that's like OG OG, bro. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not something that I'm like bumping in my car or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Do you like your Biggie then? Biggie Park. Favorite Biggie song. Hit me. Ooh, Machine Gun Funk. Classic. Yeah. Classic. That is a great song. Uh, Biggie or Puck, who, who's, your, who's your favourite out of those two? Mine be Puck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow. yeah. yeah right. What, um, about you? what about you? I don't think we've ever asked this. Yeah, I don't think we have. I'm a Biggie man. Yeah, me too. Just, his, too. his flow the way and just the fact that it was such a different thing for the way and had that very like Jamaican in, influence and just it was just something yeah. that always – or the lyricism and that just always blew my mind. And that's what yeah, anything that's with yeah. rap for me is always lyricism that's just like, fuck, But dude, Tupac, like, I will give it to him, was like the most intelligent dude on the face of the earth. Yeah. Oh, his, his, his bars were like making you think, whereas Biggie's yeah. bars were more like painting a story and like yeah. taking you down yeah. like away. And Park, like the emotion that he would like, I felt like he was exhausted at the end of the song. Like he would, yeah. just, he would fucking so scream much on it. Like, yeah. 
Uh, have you watched the documentary that they recently put up on Netflix, the Biggie one? The no, no, I didn't itself? watch that one. Watch the fuck out yeah, of it. Yeah. So the, uh, they've done a lot of shit over the years that's just been like, oh, whereas what made this one so good is that it was Biggie's mum. It was uh, fucking P. Diddy. It was all of those rappers from fucking um, Junior Mafia. Yep. Like everyone that he grew up with and they didn't focus on the death and the war. Like they obviously touched on it, but it was just about his whole upbringing. Okay. It was about the drug selling. It was about the fucking him getting into music and, you know, choosing to sell fucking crack over the start of his music career because it was just way more profitable mm. and uh, all of that stuff where it's just shit that you've never really got to hear anything about and when it was coming from people who you can really believe that they know the fucking story because they're not just some white dude fucking yeah. being like, yeah, for, I have yeah. from on, so on good sources yeah. that <laughs> these were the things that were happening on the streets, you know, yeah. it, it it, it was such a incredible thing to watch and just me and uh, my partner talk about it all the time. Like there's certain times in music that will just never be repeated or yeah. were never done before. And that whole like East coast, West coast rivalry and the the passion that people have for music or had for music and, and that kind of music is just something you, you just won't see again. Yeah. yeah. It was, so, it was so crazy. People were willing to fucking live and die for the, for the love that they had. And yeah. they talk about it all the time where like, you know, his mum when they're driving the her behind the hearse or whatever, and she sees the fucking hundred thousand people out yeah. in the streets like pumping his music out of a boombox. We won't see that happen for another nah, fucking artist, nah. man. Like nah. that's Michael Jackson's funeral was pretty lit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah of course, yeah. yeah. But I think me, I'm saying something like that, or yeah. even a Michael Jackson. I don't think we'll see that kind of response nah. to a to an artist in, in the modern era. No, nah. especially because it's all it's all quick money now. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. that's the problem. Uh, that's like yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone, no one's in it for the love of the of the game anymore that's like it's a payday yeah you're seeing the talent level drop off and the the payday go up yeah, so, yeah. and that's the problem man there's no nothing in the mainstream and look obviously we're massive metalheads and i think the reason what we that we have such a love for metal is that you've got talented people in whatever it is you know they're playing guitar quicker than any other fucking genre they're hitting the drums quicker than any other fucking drum like all of these people that are making this thing that it's not for everyone but the one thing that is consistent through all of metal is that you have to have talent to a certain level for you to be able to be something that is popular in that genre right mm. anyone can do it fast or do it whatever but to be able to be it technically and then have the production and have all of that stuff to make it something that you know, we enjoy at the yeah, top level. Yeah, yeah. It's talent. That's mm. what I, I, you can't, and it's the same with, the, you know, the rap game, the stuff that sticks out for me is not the shit that's fucking mainstream and the mumble. You know, you find the people that are still just doing really good lyricism and, and doing whatever. It's not getting money. It's not getting that mainstream attention, but it's getting love from from me and you because it's fucking talent that, yeah. that is there. Um, and talent's not getting money anymore, man. Nah. You know, yeah. it's it's if, if you're marketable- It's all, it's all, design, it's all designed. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah. Um, is that, like Jimmy Iovine was a is sorry, he's, you know, he's still doing it. He's a genius. He created Fergie and put her in the Black Eyed Peas. He created Gwen Stefani. He created uh, uh, Dr. Dre. Yeah. But like because he showed that you can manifest these, these figures, people are doing that. Yeah. People are doing it themselves. SoundCloud rappers are branding their face. Yeah. Uh, because that's, that's selling. Right yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. you're, yeah. People, people are addicted to someone 
with red braids and face tattoos um, and, you know, diamonds in their teeth, not what they're actually listening to. Yeah. And they even, uh, there was, I was watching a, an interview where they were like, you can't even, you have to be fucking drinking lean. Yeah, in your in your video, yeah. you're making a video. If you're not sipping lean, they're not fucking watching it. Yeah, and it's like the, it's, it's, like, it's, it's a, so it's much about the image because it used to, you know, back to Biggie and Park. It's like you have to have guns and spinners in your videos. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just like, and then it went to like, um, you know, weed. Yeah. When Dr. Dre did the chronic. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then and now yeah, it's gone to lean and pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There was always exactly. that thing, but the the difference was is that back in that time there was still talent. That's what was yeah. The ones that were making money were also the ones that were doing those things, but they also were the most talented. Whereas that's not even a that's not one of the things that they're looking for now. Yeah. It's literally the most marketable that also ticks all of those generic exactly. boxes, which is just insane. And it, and it's crazy to me that it, it's not something that enough people can't even seem to care about. Like it's yeah. almost like everyone knows that it is the case, but they still just keep pumping this fucking mainstream because garbage. Like, right. Social media and the like the attention span so low. It's like you probably not you the people that are listening to these motherfuckers aren't even probably listening to their whole songs because they don't have the the fucking the, capacity they're to listening to yeah. a chorus and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's that fucking uh have you ever got into the comedian Bo Burnham? You ever heard of him before? Yeah. I'm not like I'm not really into that style, but yeah, I recognize his talent for sure. Oh, when he does a song called Repeat Stuff and it's just, the whole song is about that exact thing where, yeah. you know, these days you just have to make a song that's void of all things and yeah. uh and, and just has that re- catchy chorus that you're gonna fucking listen to. And it's just great. It's just such a perfect uh description of, of what it's like these days mm. um, and that actually segues into our next question I was just about to do <laughs> who's your favourite comedian yeah it could be a co- comic actor comedian yeah it could be just, actor yeah. it's uh, yeah it's it's tough it's tough I guess like all time probably you're looking at like Dave Chappelle classics yeah, yeah. of course uh, Bill Burr yeah um, if you're looking at like more up and coming, but still like real famous. I, I love Mark Norman. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Sam Marill over in New York. Yeah. Tom Segura. Oh in, man, I'm in a LA. Big. Do you uh, do you get around uh, Two Bears One Cave? Uh, I I listen to it. Um, I don't like I don't like talking shit about comedians just in case like something happens one day. Yeah, <laughs> such a- uh, I'm not I'm not a fan of Bert. Oh, see, I love Bert, man. Yeah, I nice. think yeah, the, the machine story is yeah, actually one of the funny funny things. Oh, yeah, yeah he does my head in. Yeah, yeah wow. Right. Okay. Is it just because he laughs at fucking everything? Laughs or? at everything, and maybe you know, yeah, I don't really like his stand up either. Yeah, wow. But like, um, on two bears, like just. Just interrupting Tom just constantly. Yeah, okay. And Tom, like, who I'd want to hear talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it's it's probably a bit of that, but I've never been a fan of his stand-up either, really. And, yeah, um, uh, yeah I kind of regret even talking about that now. Nah, well, <laughs> nah look, you, look, we, we're fine. here for the raw truth. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah but, right. like, you know, it'd be nice but you to don't fucking, hate the guy. You I'd, just, I'd go on the Burt cast any, 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 yeah, any of course. second if I oh, yeah, chance, like, you know. Dude, I fucking love you. Yeah. I love how you just laugh at everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. see, I really, um, the, the video that they uh, put up and it's got, like, fucking stupid views where uh, Tom realises that that water bottle he's drinking is Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, is fucking Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Bro, if I'm in a bad mood, like, and I love it, see – 
Big Al, you know Big Al. Yeah. So I used to work with him. He got me into comedy and he's got the, the fucking Burt laugh. Like yeah. He's got that kind of like we'll laugh stupidly at anything. I love those kind of people, man. Like It's impossible for, for you to not be cheered up by hearing them fucking laugh at something. Yeah. So I, thought I get a bit of that vibe from Burt when I listen to him, but I do agree sometimes. I'm like, that's not that funny, dude. That was not even really anything. And now you're crying. Like yeah. you're actually crying. So, um, but yeah, I fucking, I, I do enjoy, I think Tom's, his weird sort of like dark humor is he's right up my fucking alley. Yeah, yeah, I love it, and he he matches my sort of stage energy yeah. as well. Very low yeah. energy, and yeah, yeah. See, he uh, so my favorite stand-up comic of all time is Louis C.K. Oh. And I find I get a fair bit of Louis from Tom. I find that there's a lot of that the yeah. way they just talk about life, and it's that very cynical. Uh, and self-deprecating, but still fuck everyone else. Yeah, that that way of uh, that is my absolute favorite style of comedy. Um, and I think that Tom is kind of like the the evolved version of Louis C.K. Yeah, because unfortunately, he's like, like a more mainstream yeah. version because he's he's probably a bit sillier than Louis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Louis, like again now, unfortunately, like Louis. The my f- two favorite of his, which is Shameless and Chewed Up, which are 05 and 08, That shit doesn't get made in 2021, man, no. you know. Um, no, just it like it, with all things, you know, it's the same with Delirious. Delirious. Man. Like Watching fucking. F word, F word, F word, yeah. The, yeah, just homophobic slur yeah. after homophobic <laughs> slur. Doesn't yeah. get, uh, yeah, yeah. doesn't make it to release on uh, in 2021. Yeah. Um, and is there an actor, someone like, a, so not a comedian, just a, a comic actor. That, comic that, actor? Yeah. Um, Jonah Hill sort of moved on from it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn, I think. Yeah, well, you know, yeah he's, he's the same man. in everything, but yeah. he's so fucking good at it. He the, does it well. The fast talking thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he's, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't really deep dive enough to know whether he's ad libbing a lot of that stuff or not. But it feels but if like he, he is, is it's is a genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, same with Will Ferrell, who is ad libbing a lot. Yeah, of what Will Ferrell. So we well, talk. Yeah. He gets brought up on this yeah, podcast. Even Seth Rogen get brought up a lot. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen's great. I love. Um, uh, Amy Poehler. Oh yeah, well. okay. Parks and Rec and stuff. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. she's great. Yeah, she's a, Parks and Rec is one of my fucking fat Chris Pratt dude is just yeah, it, like what a man he yeah. is in that show. He's the best. Yeah, uh, he reminds he's like a um like a modern Jack Black in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really is. Yeah, Jack Black's another one who I oh, fucking yeah. School of Rock. I watch probably three times a year. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. He, that, we talked about that we last about week. School of Rock yeah. last week. I, love, yeah. I love that there are like themes. Like you you talked about some music that's never been brought up tonight. So yeah. that's good. Like I love that. Like <laughs> some questions will have completely fucking far reaching answers. Yeah. But sometimes we're just going to talk about Will Ferrell. That's and fucking School of Rock, yeah. dude. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get to say this last week. You know what my, one of my favourite uh, Will Ferrell cameos, and I feel like this might have been something that kind of almost launched his career, mm. uh, is uh, Austin Powers 2. Do you know the Will Ferrell cameo where he's the assassin that tries to... Yeah, M- Mufasa. Yeah, or, I think that's um, it. And when he falls like falls down the cliff and he's like, yeah. I think my leg is broken. Yeah. Because I'll try and stand up on the other one. <laughs> oh! And then like later on he's like, it's getting gangrenous now. Oh, yeah. just such a good, <laughs> stupid as fuck cameo. I was yeah. like, how could you not want that in more movies yeah. and a long form? I think Old School is the other one that really, oh, yeah, that's a yeah. fucking Yeah, great yeah, we're movie, going streaking dude. like really fucking blew him up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good scene. Yeah. Frank yeah. the Tank, man. Frank, Frank the, the fucking tank. tank. Yeah. Um, all right, what's the next question? Next question is, I think, oh, if you could have a superpower, what is it? What would it be? Dude, invisibility. Yep. Uh, I have 
I've never been diagnosed, but I know that I've got social anxiety to the nth degree. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it doesn't help being this size and having every fucking random cunt come up to me and tell me I'm tall. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, so invisibility for me would yeah. be a dream. It's crazy and, that, and that, sorry. That, sorry that, that's really weird because um, the, one of the guests we had last week said the same thing, mm. but he said it for a completely different reason. You're saying invisibility because you want to not be involved in things and mm. he said so that he could be involved in things and hear things and stand in the yeah, room. I've and a, yeah, a, a lot of people say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's how interesting. Yeah. Imagine someone's about like I'm what, what I'm imagining is someone's like, hey man, do you get no? And you're just like gone, and they're yeah. like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. what they don't know is that you're standing there, like, yeah. just like fucking breathing on them, dude. That'd be <laughs> so good. The air, like, yeah. That'd be so good. They just feel the air and they smell the bung bung bean. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just hear bung bung. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. No, people ask about that, like, oh, what, like, why do you do stand up comedy then? I'm like, well, that's not socializing. That's yeah. That's a one way conversation, and then I'm then I disappear while you watch the next person. I'm in the back of the room, and you know, yeah, that's it's not. It's just not even close to reality. It's not yeah. And I think that you're that's a very good example of of what we don't understand about mental health. And obviously, you probably know we love talking about it a lot on this podcast. Mm. But for a lot of people, would look at you objectively, right, and not think that that's something that you struggled with at all, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at um, has has travelled, uh, like lived out of away from family, yep. away from what is known as a safe place or, or somewhere where they would obviously feel more comfortable for a large portion of their life, yeah. played a, a sport that is, you know, fucking social as fuck. You know, yeah. you're constantly on this court surrounded by people. There's crowds. It's just it, – it's, it's a – somewhere where, you know, again, you're not going to necessarily think that's someone who's anxious. Then you're doing podcasting, which, again, not so much for you in doing your solo one, mm. but you come out and do this and you're doing guests or whatever, which is yeah. obviously social, and then you're doing stand-up comedy. So f to look at that objectively and, and to, I guess... So that's a man that needs validation. Yeah, well. <laughs> but you, but you I need to be clapped at at all times. <laughs> yeah, Just don't fucking speak to me. <laughs> But that's the thing, man. Like a lot of people wouldn't look at that as the as the rap sheet or the the you know the stat sheet of someone who would be feeling like they would like to be able to disappear at any moment. And I guess that's probably, as I said, something that you we don't understand really the depth of or, of it. That there is no one size fits all for mm. who struggles with it because you know yeah, there'll be yeah. someone who couldn't possibly move away from home or live away from home or couldn't possibly do stand up comedy or couldn't possibly start a podcast. But in a social setting, they fucking thrive. Yeah. So it's like the, these kind of things that we would naturally attri uh, attribute to someone who's not struggling. It, it, there's no fucking norm. There's no one size fits all. Um, and yeah, I think that's a fucking perfect example of it, man. So yeah. have you yeah. have you found though that doing some of these things has helped in a way? Like, have you found that you've been able to build a confidence in yourself through doing stand up and through doing a podcast and whatever that allows you to feel more comfortable? I don't know because it's it's uh, the po the podcast is I think it I don't think the podcast really uh, can because it's it is just me in a room. Yeah, yeah. it's almost and more isolating. Yeah, in a way, even guess, though so. you know hundreds of people listen, it's still it's still just me. Yeah, um, and it's it's less intimidating than uh, stand up comedy, obviously, because people aren't looking at me. I don't have to hit hit punch lines or marks. I just go in and I talk just utter rubbish. 
So that that hasn't helped. I think there's, you know, the like we were talking about the politics of comedy, like you have to talk to certain people to get yeah. gigs. Um, so, you know, I, there's I'm probably not making friends at a rapid pace in comedy. I've got a few people that I, I talk to. Um, but like it's a it's an uh, affliction that people that don't suffer from it will never understand. Yeah. yeah. And my partner is one of them. I'm going to, I'm actually, we've just, we had a bit of disagreement on the weekend because of my behavior, because I was feeling a certain type of way in a social setting uh, and she just can't understand it. So I'm actually breaking it down on the podcast um, this weekend. So if anyone wants to listen to Welcome to the Potty. Um, but like it is debilitating yeah, at yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And I, because I know what's seen as normal, I try to be that. From the from the start, but after about ten minutes, it's drained me, and I'm I'm stuck. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, and and I'm I'm in my head. I'm thinking you've got to be normal. You got to figure this out. Yeah, and while I'm having this internal dialogue, I'm not responding to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, what the fuck's wrong with this cunt? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it just gets so instead of actually getting better. I get worse because yep. every every time in a social setting, I'm putting more pressure on myself yep. to be normal. And every second longer that you haven't figured it out for is then another second that your brain's going, you haven't figured it out yet. It's yeah. only getting worse. It's only getting worse. And then that just compounds. Yep. So then five minutes into that time, you're in fucking complete shutdown mode. Yeah. And, and the, to try and bring yourself back from that is a, you know, a near impossible task. Yeah. And people, yeah, people that don't get it don't help. Like, um, I'm not trying to put my partner on blast. I love her. Course, she loves me. Of course. She, um, we've many occasions she's, she's said, you've got like, what are you doing? Like, do you hate my friends? You've got to do better, blah, blah, blah. And then that only and makes then, the next time you go into one of those settings yeah, it's, already it's, fucking it's anxious. Pressure, it's yeah. pressure. I'm already putting pressure on myself. Yeah. You're putting pressure on me. Plus now I think that your friends think I'm weird. So now I'm saying now they need to make, sh- you need to make sure that they don't think you're weird. So it's just like this, vicious cycle and then like I had this interaction with a woman that I think is in the comedy world maybe not from Adelaide it was at fringe last year before COVID hit the fan yeah and like you know we're looking at 12 14 months later right now and I still remember this clear as day which is a problem she I guess maybe thought she was giving me advice but hasn't done me any favors. So she came up and spoke to me um, in the the bar area of a comedy room. Um, I think I was getting ready to do a gig or something. So I'm already sort of in my own zone trying to go over my shit in my head. And she comes over to me and talks and I'm sort of coy or whatever and I'm talking back a little bit uh, and I kind of just like stopped. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I hit that point where I didn't know how to carry on. Yep. And she says, so she she obviously had some sort of background because she recognised it and she says, I don't care how much social anxiety you've got, you need to talk to people. You have, you never know who you're speaking to. Yeah, okay. She really put it on the spot. Yeah, and so 14 months later, I'm sitting in this chair remembering this. Yeah. So that's, that's still a pressure on me from over a year ago. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's not... That's not a helpful thing to do regardless no. of 
And, you know, I haven't seen this lady since. I, don't, I still don't know who she is. Yeah. And it's like stuck it with affects you. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the uh, – just what you were saying about the partner stuff and, look, I, I understand this on a great level in reverse because I've been someone who – has been on the other side of it. I've been the partner and I've not dealt with it as well in previous relationships and I've grown a vast understanding of it through my failures or whatever in those times and now feel like I manage it pretty well to the point that with a partner who struggles in all the same ways that you've just explained Mm. and now I, I approach it completely differently and that's the thing is that the last thing that she needs or that you need in those settings is any additional pressure. You have to, as the person that's not suffering, that is trying to help them, you've got to try and remove as many of those fucking blocks or weights or whatever you want to call them as possible and allow that person to go into that situation feeling as free as they possibly can because that's the only chance that you've got of them being able to thrive in that. And, you know, I've watched her have so many wins in the time that we've been together because that's the thing is that if you can go into a setting with not a lot of pressure and then things go well you can start to and we talk about this all the time to build that that thing up to carry into that next setting right because then when it goes well you're like well you know because i wasn't so fucking already stressed before i went into it i just kind of had a fucking casual time and I, and I didn't overthink everything and I enjoyed myself. And then you're like, I can do that again. Yeah. You, you, you start to be able to believe in that ability and then that can snowball into something greater. But it's so fucking hard if every time I was going to her or like you said, I'm being like, can you be fucking normal tonight? That is the worst starting point that she can possibly have because yeah. before we've even opened the car door or got off the fucking Uber where we're going, that's already just yeah, imprinted in her brain that yeah. I'm expecting her to do something. And the idea of like making someone else feel like you're not a certain way, I don't care whether you suffer with anything. That's an impossible task yeah. because you have no fucking idea what their version of you they're looking for to make them feel better about how they feel about you. Yeah. Is that yeah. not the most fucking retarded premise yeah. that anyone like? That's- I, get, I get the frustration like, because if you if you love someone and you're comfortable with them and you let your guard down and you can be silly and funny and charming, you know, ninety percent of the time, and then then you're not all of a sudden they're like, what? Who the fuck is this? Yeah, guy? exactly right. But it's like the reason I'm with you is because I feel free enough to be that way, and the reason I'm not with these people That's is because I don't. I don't. Yeah, because yeah, you haven't developed that kind of like closeness with them. Yeah, you know? and it's yeah. like it's like. And in, and at home, it's also just you and me. It's not 40 people. Yeah. And, like, maybe no one in here gives a fuck about me, but it feels like it's all eyes on me, especially being this fucking big. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I used to, like, as I said, I, I, in, in retrospect, I used to be quite – but, like, I used to have this weird thing where, I, again, every time I'd go out to town, I thought I was going to get my head kicked in. Mm. And so, I like, I, there would only be certain times that I knew I felt comfortable because I had certain big mates with me that I felt like I could go out and I would be okay. Yeah. Or the same thing, I just felt like people were always – and I didn't even realise that that was, like, a, a, a level of anxiety that yeah. I had as an 18-year-old until we started talking about it on the podcast and shit. Mm. And like I said, this, this whole thing that – or why we always focus on this is because – just like we've said about, you know, you would look at you objectively and probably not think that that's something that you're struggling with. Mm. Or like I've just said, not even realise that it was something I was suffering with at a certain point in my life. I thought it was just team growing, you know what I mean? Just growing thing. You've never been out before, so that's why it's a little bit weird. No, I was actually fucking struggling with anxiety. I thought everyone was going to fucking want to kick my head in. Like that's a weird thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I just had no idea. Never talked about it, never tried to address it, never said a word to anyone, just fucking internalised the fuck out of it until, again, I went out enough and nothing ever happened yeah. or I was the person being a drunk dickhead and probably deserved to get my yeah. fucking head kicked in that I was like, well, you can't really be worried about it when you're putting yourself in these situations, fuckhead. Yeah. And it yeah. slowly, you know, dissipated over time and I, and I built that confidence. But a lot of people don't even have an awareness that they're, that they're struggling with it. Yeah. And so if you think about that, you're hyper-aware of it and you've explained it really well. So then you think about someone who isn't aware that that's what they're struggling with and then they've got that partner or family member or whatever putting pressure on them. Think of, and Then they what, just think that they're a weirdo, you know? And this is what we don't talk about so much uh, and we have probably never talked about this. You're talking about it as a 20, 30-year-old adult and, mm-hmm. and with your partner. But that exact thing that you've just described happens to five-year-old, seven-year-old, 12-year-old, when we go to this fucking birthday party, don't be a fucking weirdo tonight. I have heard that from friends, parents and whatever f- so much. Yep. It's in movies. It's in fucking whatever. Like they, that is such a normal thing for people to be having pressure put on them because they need to be a certain way because you're worried about people's opinions of your fucking daughter or son or whatever or your partner. Mm-hmm. So you're already throwing all of that on them and then expecting them to just be able to rock up and perform the way and dance the fucking dance that you want them to yeah. when you go to this thing. That is what starts. That's where it starts uh, as a kid and then that manifests into something that you're now dealing with that third years old you know yeah. it's fucking insane to think of that so i hope that as a society and the more that we have these conversations that we can kind of fucking stop that a bit in its tracks and yeah. and take those weight plates and that pressure off and just be like look go and just try and have a good time who gives a fuck what people are thinking yeah who gives a fuck whether they're thinking you're this or thinking you're that i know what you are i know how amazing you are and if you try your best to just enjoy yourself i'm sure that everyone's going to feel the same that's not going to work all the time but no. if that's the if that's the advice you're being given before you're going into every social situation, you've got a hell of a more chance of fucking enjoying yourself than yeah. being like, don't be a fucking weird cunt tonight for once like, in your life. Just like, just be patient and say like, hey, if you need if you need to like come over to me at any time, just do it. Yeah. You know? Because you don't, I also don't want someone fucking coming up to me and saying, you're right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want that either. Yeah. Like if you can see it, if you can recognize it, come over, make a joke or something. Like bring me out of it. Yeah. Distract me. Yeah. You know. Yep. Like let's just come over and talk to me. I'm like you know as a partner, someone that is familiar. Not not all you random cunts that want to come and call me yeah. tall and call me tall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just come and distract me. Come and tell me a joke. You know. But yeah. Yeah. Be be patient. That's yeah. The yeah. That's main it. thing. It's, it's, not, it's all patient. Like, yeah. Really. Well, that's one of the another thing that I've said to like because it, it gets even deeper than that. Where I remember my partner was like, "Well, I don't want to just be hanging off of you." Like, and mm-hmm. then you're gonna. I'm like, "You do whatever the fuck you need to do. Yeah, whatever is gonna make you feel better." I'm like, "Wrap yourself fucking around me. Like, sew yourself. Whatever you got to do to to help you." Like, and I said, "You know that I'm gonna be fucking bouncing around from pillar to post because I'm the life of the party wherever we're going." Yeah. So fucking be in my shadow. I don't give a fuck. I'm never gonna be like, "Oh my god, can you go over there?" Yeah. Because imagine <laughs> how that's gonna fucking make her feel, right? Yeah. So I'm like, "You or do how you're gonna look?" <laughs> yeah. 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 Should be like, oh, do you fucking wow, yeah, personal you space. Justin was treating his wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even like, you know, when we get home or whatever, I'm never going to be like, oh, did you fucking not find a friend the whole time we're there or something? Yeah. No, I'm like, no, you do, you fucking be in my shadow as much as you need to. And, to, and I'm going to, I'm going to, 
talk about you or, or bring you into every conversation as much as possible because they're all important things. Because yeah. if, if she's behind me and I don't mention her for fucking four hours of a party, well, then I'm a dick as well. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, they're like, oh, who's that? Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about her. Anyway, I'm a comedian, right? So uh, <laughs> listen to my podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's, uh, this is what I fucking love, bro. Because we've yeah. just, again, we've talked shit most of this fucking episode. And this leads and into the next, an, to another question as well. We, we don't ask everybody, but I feel like now's a good time to yeah, ask this. Yeah, fuck yeah. Have, have you ever meditated before? Meditated? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, doesn't really, yeah. I hear this all the time. I work in mental health as well. Yeah. Uh, and meditating is something that I'll often recommend, even though it didn't really work for me. Hasn't thus far. Yeah. Um, I forget what the one is called that did work for me. Um, yeah, I'm not going to think of it. Transcendental maybe? No, no. It's, no. it's just the body scanning. Okay. I haven't heard of that before. So it's just like you you start at your feet and you, you basically just relax every muscle um, in your body and you start, you focus on your big toe, your second toe. Right. And then the top, the ball of your foot down to the, the heel and then your shins, your calves, you move up your body as you relax. It's like every... conscious, conscious like thinking. Yeah, and it's, yeah. so you're, you're not really thinking about anything except relaxing your muscles and more often than not, you won't even make it to like your facial muscles before you fall asleep or yeah. something. So hmm. that's, that one has worked for me. I've never used anything with a mantra or anything like that. Yeah. Guided med- meditation sort of annoy me. So you've never you've never heard of binaural beats before? No. So I think I think we've talked about this like on another yeah. episode before. There's this there's this thing called binaural beats, and you, you need headphones though because it doesn't work otherwise. Mm-hmm. And what it is is in one ear it'll play let's say 100 hertz, and in the other ear it'll play like 103 hertz, let's say, right? And the difference between 100 and 103 that three hertz. Um, kind of like tricks your brain because like your brain runs on frequencies and the different like you know how like when you're like in your case you'd be in the middle of like you know your basketball match and you're like all right and you're, you're really hot and you just like scored like a mad three what you at that point in time your brain is like producing gamma um, ray like gamma wave yeah and when you're in deep deep sleep it produces like delta wave and they each have their own frequency yeah so what these binaural beats do is like based on the difference between what's in the right ear and in the left ear it encourages your brain to go along that frequency right yeah so you can like kind of like tune in so there's like a yeah, delta which is like 1 hertz or whatever and there's like alpha, then there's like beta, which is what probably we'd be in now. Like your waking consciousness, your working consciousness. Then there's like gamma when you really like feel like you're in the zone, you know? Yep. So and, and those binaural beats can really like help like activate that mode. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. So, and it's just like a, uh, you know, it's kind of like an unusual, but, you, and you're not listening to like a instructions, there's none of that breathe or any that you're just listening the to these, this yeah. tone. Yep. Um, and then obviously, you know, you just try and employ all the normal, you know, focus on your breathing and try not to be thinking about the fact that you're meditating or whatever and just focus on what you're hearing, what you're feeling and and your breath. And I, I've found that that's something that, that has worked for me. Breath yeah. amphetamines. Breath amphetamines, wow. baby. Dude. <laughs> have we not, have we not I've thought of that. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> For all the amphetamine-based puns that we've done. Um, yeah, wow. Breath amphetamines. That's fucking great. Yeah, that's a, that's my type of meditation. <laughs> yeah, nice. No, I find like if I'm if I'm stressed out and I uh, I play video games. Not not video games. I play 2K. Yeah. I get very frustrated if I play like Call of Duty. So that's not my meditation. But 2K, yep. I can I can usually play 2K and f- just forget about the world. Yeah, killer. Yeah. And um, so. Even though I'm still active and my mind's active while I do it and stuff like that, it'll it'll definitely get me to a place where I'm like pretty calm and yeah, like chilled. Yeah, yeah. So 
Like that's pretty much my version of. Um, but that's cool though, because it really is. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what it is you're doing or how you're doing it. If you're getting the the results in the end, that's what you want. Yeah. So and whether that's playing two K or listening to bar and all beats or saying um, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know, because like, I um, my partner comes from a transcendental meditation family. Okay. Uh, and they've pushed it um, pretty hard to me. Like it's it's so at this point for me, it's a bit cultish. Okay. It's like almost it's a bit of a force. Yep. Um, and yeah, like I'm, I know how much it costs to like get your mantra and all of that. And I'm, yeah, you just like yeah, it's, it's a little, really, it's got a little bit of like pretension to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, it doesn't really seem as wholesome as meditation is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, 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 and that's where I mean, as I said, something like binaural beats is like you find a good YouTube one that seems to fucking thing, and there's no, you know, you've probably got headphones at home, so there's not yeah. a lot of cost or <laughs> yeah. or cultish um, thing to it, um, but. I agree 100,000% about the gaming thing and I've talked about this on the podcast before but gaming has been my my meditation, my escapism mechanism for the longest time mm. because it's exactly that. If I'm watching a TV show or I'm watching a movie, I can be watching it and fucking lost in a train of I owe this money, I fucking yeah. I need it's to like pay this It's like when you read bill. you read a whole page and you're like I read that but I didn't yeah, read that because my brain yeah. was doing a million yeah, other so things. Whereas, can reread it. Yeah, that's whereas, that can easily happen watching a movie. Whereas even playing, like even shooting games and shit, like uh, it doesn't really matter the game because I'm so focused on if it is a shooting game, I'm focused on killing that motherfucker. Mm. Or, also, get so fucking. I'm like. Bullshit! Like yeah, the that shooting does, happens, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that does when you when you unload a whole clip into <laughs> and, him and he comes and gets you with two bullets, you're just like, right. and you're playing on some on American you? server, so that fucking 300 millisecond yeah, lag means yeah. that he gathered you four minutes ago. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's wow. Fun. Yeah, it's definitely not the best one for it, but <laughs> it, but in terms of that, it doesn't matter for me as because even if I am angry at that motherfucker, that's a passing thing, right? Yeah. And then the next time when I kill him three times, the fucking rise from that is like the, mo you know, gamma as fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, I'm not thinking about whatever's going on because I, I, I have to give everything to that, to whatever that activity is or whatever that game is um, that, you know, I'm not thinking about work tomorrow until it's like, a let, you know, I'm like, I gotta go to bed now. But in that two hour, whatever it is block that I'm playing for, I'm not fucking stressed about anything. Yeah. Right? Just getting um, hit with that gamma hammer. Just getting yeah, hit with that gamma, gamma hammer. Fuck, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like Bro, fucking, I consider myself fuck, like pretty man? good at the fucking puns and <laughs> shit, but you, 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 have, shit you, you have just laid down the gauntlet. <laughs> I have to step my game up, bro. I'm going to be in a dungeon writing fucking puns. He's I'm going to be in the pungeon. <laughs> yes. yes. Fuck yeah. One back for oh, me. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's start. Let's give him the final question and we'll, and we'll wrap this we'll up at the hour. 30. Hit me. Um, the final question, my man, is would you rather fight a horse side? I always have to like fucking you have, you tune in to answer it, it correctly. I do. Yeah, I have to yeah. imagine, would you rather fight a horse-sized duck mm. or a hundred duck-sized horses? And explain why you would choose the one you choose. I got to go for the hundred duck-sized horses. Yes, thank you, because we haven't had any on my <laughs> side for a while. Me too, man. But what, 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 why is, what's the reason? Um, the reason is I don't know how you're going to take down a duck the size of a horse. Thank All it needs to do is flap its wings. The gust's probably going to put me down. No one's, um, no one's brought up the gust before, bro. Have a, Get out of here with the gust. No one's brought up the gust. Be hard as a motherfucker. Yeah. It's got the fucking intelligence of a brick, bro. I think that binaural got, beak, bro. Yeah, is gonna binaural beak. <laughs> I think they've got little teeth inside that beak too, which would end up being big. Um, I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, throw a bit of birds bread, are scary as fuck. The They're though. direct descendants of dinosaurs, apparently. 
Um, what else are we talking? Oh, you just got to kick these tiny little fucking horses, bro. <laughs> Thank Would you. I feel guilty? Yes. <laughs> but I would survive to feel the guilt. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Imagine, like, you could just break, like, all of their little tiny horse legs so easily. Yeah, render so Dude, many of them horse immobile. legs break all the time at There's, the size yeah. they already are. Yeah. There's a hundred of them, though. Yeah, I'll yeah, smack I'll the shit out of them, bro. Them. They can't even finish a race most times with the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, right. that's right. There's a hundred of them. Yeah, and I'm just flicking them away. Like, if I had a hundred flies coming at me, I'm just fucking I'll throw, knocking I'll them I'll throw all a piece out. of bread on the floor and double foot a drop kick that motherfucking duck to the death, bro. I don't know. Oh, just, nah, I don't reckon it's happening. I reckon that duck's fucking your shit up. <laughs> yeah, that duck. so glad the that gust, someone else. Dude. The gust is you're you're immediately gust. you're immediately at a disadvantage. That Ducky means, used gust. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> whirlwind. And, and we've said that, we have said this before. And what if it's a fucking side duck as well, bro? And it's just yeah, using confusion well, on you and shit. Yeah. But what if there are a hundred little pony tars or rapidashes or whatever? Oh yeah, no, I'm not fucking with a hundred fire throwing horses. Yeah, no, no, no way no, in the world. Weird. If that's yeah. a rapidash like yeah. swarm. Give me that side duck, bro. Yeah. Side what if Rapidash only chooses headbutt though? Yeah. Just, but doesn't, have, doesn't it have a spike on its head? Nah, not a rat. Oh, no, nah, it's not a, it's not not a unicorn a dash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to look nah, it up. It's just got flames out its fucking everything, bro. Yeah, look it doesn't up. have a horn? Nah, no, no Rapidash so. horn, bro. I don't think so, dude. Oh, okay. I used to be. I used to be. Oh, one of them does. Nah, that's not. Because that's fucking My Little Pony, dude. Nah, that's fucking Show him both of those. Yeah, that's the Rapidash from the other world. Uh, Dude, nah, that's nah. not a rapid dash. Nah, dude. that's a fucking rapid trash. That's what that is. Yeah. Look. <laughs> nah, no, they can't see it. Look, no, that. it's not. You can see the 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 pink ones from is from the different. Okay, yeah, but we're talking. I'm talking well, first right, one fifty, bro. One, then. All right. I'm talking okay. first one fifty, and that first one fifty rapid dash never had no pink mane. It never just, had no. It just spat yeah. fire at you. That's all. Do what's yeah. worse, you know. Uh, I, I will agree. I'm not taking a hundred fire horses on because no. that's look. I mean, it's only little fireballs, though, dude. You're not. You're not. Yeah, you're but not you, you can up. get burnt by a little flame on the on the gas heater. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not worried can. about it. I'm not worried yeah. about that. <laughs> I'm worried about gust. <laughs> I'm worried about gust. I'm worried about Pidgey using whirlwind, bro. Yeah. <laughs> And there's Pato in the background as we wrap it up. Uh, well, uh, look, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, thanks for uh, having me. My man, it's been, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. We finally got to do it. We were on uh, Welcome to the Potty uh, quite some time ago. You were on ago. borrowed time. Let's yeah, put it that way. that's on right. borrowed time. Yeah, we were Run almost going to lose yeah. the... She was, she was about to go sideways. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> And look, I, I don't know your MMA. Down. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> Joe Rogan, you motherfuckers. Wow! Oh, no. like these motherfuckers come on here and spit this. At least you've now got a taste that we can talk about shit other than conspiracy. Yeah, right? we yeah. went pretty yeah, hard yeah. on your on your podcast because that's what it's you know it's just like the unwritten rule. Yeah, we're gonna go on other people. It. We're gonna spit some shit and yeah. w- hopefully we sounded less crazy than the flat Earth dude, right? Are, are we? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It just the yours was more enjoyable because we didn't get we didn't get stuck. On anything, and um, the 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 flat Earth dude, man, I just had nothing. I had nothing to rebut his his arguments. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like he just spilled all this shit, and I was like, "Oh, right, thanks for coming on the show." <laughs> yeah, You're like, yeah. man, I got social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I should have, I should have probably, um, yeah, just probably did, did a that. bit of research or done some. Nah, fuck I, I didn't have I'm the time. I didn't even have the time to yeah. do enough research. I don't think. Yeah, I just think. He's he's done it. He's done that so many times to so many people. He knows what he's there yeah. for. Yeah, he's exactly just trying to right. spread his message. Yeah, yeah. He, recruit he, he more has fucking, fucking R words and yeah, yeah. 
Well, he's got. He had a like. He has a, a list, bro. He it was like a, a producer or a or someone. That was the person who emailed us. It wasn't even him directly. He actually yeah, had yeah, someone yeah. working. Yeah, yeah. Someone emailed me as well. Want yeah. to talk about a cult? That's a fucking yeah, cult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know what to do. Obviously, check out Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Uh, obviously, share this around. Uh, this is video episode number three. Yeah. We've got a live stream uh, that's going to be coming up the week after this comes out. So yeah. this will be out on the Friday, and then the following Wednesday, we're going to have a big live stream. We're going to drop all of our new merch which we've got about seven or eight new designs um yep. hoodies tank tops fucking so much shit, we got lots of shit yeah um we're gonna have uh we'll drop uh bung bung uh on the on the website we'll, we'll post the the web page and everything as well man yep. so yeah um, um uh let's do code holes for 10 percent off Fuck holes. yeah you heard it yeah you heard there it you go uh so what would that it Oh, on the yeah. So if you just go on bungbung.com, is this bungbungcoffee.com, bungbungcoffee.com, yeah, and then holes for ten percent off. There you go. Yeah, get, get on it, my it. friends. Get we uh, we obviously plugged the shit out of that coffee before there was any fucking reason for us to. So if you mm. if you wanted to, want oh, is this just some sort of like affiliate? For, no, it's not. This is just good fucking coffee. Yeah, so yeah it's not even my it's not even coffee. my full time gig. Come come watch me do comedy. That's my, yeah. that's my yeah. jam. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Thanks. make sure you go see it. Go see his. Uh, performances as well. Yeah. When, when, you, when are you playing? Comedy when are you, on Instagram, um, you'll see all my dates and stuff. When are you live next? Like uh, next Wednesday, Giggles Comedy seven thirty doors open. I think. Fuck uh, yeah. That's Rhino Room Basement on uh, Peary Street. And last thing before you go, mm. how is your? I know that you work hard on the reviews, and we didn't get into talk about your love for reviews, but I know that you're working towards trying to get the the Rotten Tomatoes uh, review. Yeah, I thing. think yeah, I need I need some more five star reviews. I think I'm on like eighty something. I need two hundred yeah. five star reviews. Fuck, so you're almost halfway hell. there. Yeah, getting there. Getting on there. the way. Right, it's so, easy. Just welcome to the potty on iTunes. Scroll to the bottom. There's a, there's five stars. Literal five stars. Click the fifth one, and call it a day. Yeah, and call it a day. Yeah. Get him well, on the rotten tomato. After listening to this fucking absolute banger of an episode, there's no reason you're not going to go over there and fucking review that yeah. five stars. Takes so. less than a minute to do that, so do that. Easy. You're a legend, man. Thank you Good so much love. for coming on. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me. See you next time.